Welcome to this Garden of Storytelling, episode number seven. Today we have Tony and Sarah Chem from Five Borough Bagels. Hi guys. Hey. hey. Good morning. Good morning. It is morning, huh? I know, right? Is I, it? I, it is morning. Uh, it is morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's almost yeah. noon, though. How are you guys? Tired. Tired. <laughs> well, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. You don't look tired thank at you, all. Thank you. I try. And I know you try guys have a lot going, a lot going on right now, so we'll go into that a little bit later oh, yeah. but i wanted to get to know you guys a little bit more i don't really know you guys all too well i know bits and pieces so i want to start off by asking you guys where you both came from where yes. you were raised um and then we'll go from there a little bit so sarah can i start with you yeah so i'm, I'm from new york and um i met tony in times oh my no, god union square union square union. i was get about to right. say times square right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I met him, I want to say 2008. Okay. And uh, we were best friends for a while, yeah. but I was secretly in love with him the whole time. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. And now, what part of New York are you from? So I'm from Newburgh. It's uh, about 60 miles north of the city. Yeah. Okay. Newburgh. Yeah. So were you just visiting New York City at the time that you met no, Tony? My, I eventually went to school um down in Westchester, and then okay. my sister, who's friends with Tony first. Yeah, I was good oh. friends with her first for like two years. Yeah, oh. and then she introduced us. Okay. Oh, and gotcha. It was a crazy story, but what we, we always Martha think Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> really? Mar oh my God, that is so. <laughs> I mean, she didn't really no, do real. anything, but she had an event um, in New York City where I worked at, mm -hmm. who I met um, my future roommate Natasha. And then ah. Natasha used to live with, with my sister, her sister. Oh. And then we trace it back to Martha. Yeah. So thank you. What wow. a small world. <laughs> you know, actually speaking of Martha Stewart, one time when we were working at St. Kilda, I was sitting there facing the window. We were eating at St. We're St. Kilda at, yeah, and eating. working at the same time. Yep. And then I said, um, God, that lady kind of looks like Martha Stewart. And just her, just the way she was, and she was getting into the, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is her!" Really, it was yeah. her. Yeah, it's like Kilda. So she was here oh, for wow. a magazine shoot. Um, for it's not Meredith anymore. It's Dot Dash. Dot Dash. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. cater for them. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah. Every Thursday. I shadowed Martha Stewart in the when I was in New York City when I did catering events. Oh, wow. uh -huh. oh that's this cool. One time we um were at Tiffany and Company and they were doing like a wedding special there, mm -hmm. and I was supposed to bring out champagne for them, <laughs> but. I guess I missed that I was supposed to go before they said, um, you know, all right, we're live. And so <laughs> I'm bringing the champagne out. And then my boss is like, <laughs> and I went like behind the pillar like this. <laughs> I know that kind of work environment. <laughs> oh my God. For real, You're for sweating. real. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I can only imagine. That's hilarious. She seems like a boss lady, man. She oh, yeah. I mean, she I mean, she's one a gangster, word to man. me. She... I had to take care of her dogs for a little yeah. bit, but that was, I mean. <laughs> but you just have to remember, too, they're regular people. So on yeah. the image, yeah. they may oh, seem whatever. Absolutely. At home, they're probably smoking a joint with Snoop Dogg. She's you know, a gangster, like, dude. Just, I'm telling yeah, you. It's normal, Hell you know, yeah. like. So it's kind of cool to know that she has another side to her, too. So yeah. oh, which yeah. is really neat. She's yeah. a true gangster. Um, so how do you, where are you from, Tony? I'm originally from Pella. Okay. I was, um, I was born in Iowa City, but I was living in Oskaloosa. Okay. But my family, we moved around. Like I was, I was like I said, born in Iowa City. Eventually mm. moved to Grinnell, mm. and then before I was five, my dad wanted to be a fisherman, so he brought me and my mom down to Louisiana, oh, Mississippi. Wow. 
stayed there for a bit and my mom's like i can't do this uh-huh. because her family's all in iowa you yeah. know iowa yeah. took a lot of uh refugees yeah and sponsored a lot of families and included my family my yeah. family were one of the first people to come to the states Okay, um, and what year and was that? 1979. That is oh, early. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. They were Talk like my people, first for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Um, so did they, uh, where did they come to in Iowa when they came in 1979? Uh, I think they went straight to Oskaloosa. Really? Uh, Oskaloosa or Grinnell, but don't quote me. Okay. But, see, this is one of the reasons why I'm even doing this podcast too, because yeah. I I mean, I listen to your guys' stories and it, it motivates me to wanting to know a lot more history in my family. Learning. Yes. Because they don't talk. They Those don't. Yeah. don't talk. Have you ever tried asking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. I mean, it's... It's more like, eh, yeah, eh. like just what? like when I ask about recipes and their food. Or they sting. You know, they don't give you any specifics. No, no. Like, and a lot of right. times I think that, you know, obviously there's so much trauma that comes oh, yeah. with where they came from. Mm-hmm. And so it is kind of hard. I was telling Sully this, which is so crazy because mine was the opposite. Like my mom, now that, I, now that I'm a mom myself, mm-hmm. I... I used to think she talked a lot. I was like, gosh, I don't know any of these stories you're telling me. Like, I don't know. I can't even envision the space, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, now that we, I am a mom, I feel like it was her healing therapy was to, sp- yep, to speak her truth. Even if it sounded like she was just kind of mean or just like resentful. Um, but then my dad, for instance, he passed away six years ago. I never heard anything of about what he went through because he never talked about right. it. He only talked about the beauty of the culture in the country and that yeah, those kind of things. That's what they want to remember. Yeah, so... See, and that's his healing too. Yes. Right. So the, it's confusing. Because, it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah it is. So it's really... It's so, but then it goes to show that you can heal in so many different ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because I don't think that my dad, my dad lived, at least I thought he lived such a fulfilled life, but then it also makes me wonder, is there anything he ever wanted to tell us that Absolutely. he didn't get to tell us? And you a know? lot of it too is pride. I feel yeah. like we were just talking yeah. about that on the way here. You yeah. know, things are completely different in our generation. Yeah. yeah. There's not, I feel like a lot of times they suffer in silence and I talked about it in the last yeah, episode too. And I feel like now we're the generation that's opening the doors to like, Hey, let's talk about it because a lot of times we could be inspiring somebody, we could be helping oh, yeah. heal somebody, and that's just so powerful. And the older we get, um, I feel like we always want to find purpose in who we connect with, right? And I think that also comes along with the technology that we have now, right? Like being able to do podcasts, mm-hmm. being right. able to communicate and yeah. openly and just before our generations before that didn't have that. So yeah. there was no inspiration unless it was amongst your group, right? Mm-hmm. So like literally all the information that you're we're, we're receiving now is not just from our own little group. It's from multiple different areas and groups right. and whatnot. So I think the learning of, of our generation is awesome because now mm-hmm. we can intake all this information. Yeah. And it is. It's Unfortunately, our generation before us didn't have that capability to, um, right. to have, you know, the, the, openness, the openness, the community. Yes. Right. Their the, community is closed in. Being, uh, what's the word? I'm drawing a blank. But putting yourself out there completely. Yes. Being vulnerable. And vulnerable, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. Um, not fearing judgment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because that's the thing is like growing up, I know we were always judged. Everything we did, we were just judged. 100%. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, like, I am so... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that. Hey, you my game. We 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 too. Let's go. Wait for the 30 seconds. Is it past 30 seconds yet? Hell to the yeah. I like that. The best mantra to have is I don't give a fuck because. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I don't. No. And that's what makes you live a happier life. You know, you're not pleasing anybody. I'm not happy all the time. Don't get me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's supposed to be happy all the time, though? Exactly. That suffering in silence when you said it goes a long way. You get eat up and you get eaten up alive inside and it comes out in different ways whether it's alcohol whether yes. it's gambling yep. yes. whether it's abusing your kids yep. whether yes. it's you know it explains a lot about <laughs> even our own past like yeah. our parents mm-hmm. past right so understanding all of this makes me understand my parents more and then i think about all the people that i do know that has these issues you know such as Mm-hmm. drinking and you know all that it just it explains it without them having to explain it to me but how mm-hmm. do we teach that like how do we help them right mm-hmm. it's so tricky because either way you look at it um it can be used as a tool or a band-aid in yep. my opinion yes. yeah yes so if if the person that's you know utilizing the substance or whatever it may be um is it a tool or a band-aid yeah. right you know yeah, mm. just like anything. Because it's, it's so it's survival true. mode. It's, it's, it's so true. It's because we're just using what we've been taught over the years, and especially for Asians. I mean, I think in minorities in general, I'm speaking for Asian culture in general, mm-hmm. like gambling and drinking alcohol mm-hmm. is a part of the culture. Yeah. It's yeah. not, yeah. I mean, literally, it's you don't See, accept a drink from somebody. Alcohol. Oh, really? really? So coming into a family that is, you know, yeah, bumping. I struggle yeah. with the drinking thing. Like I'm I'm almost three years sober now. Wow. wow congratulations, man. Thank you. Thanks so, to Sarah. That's to awesome. Kinda, You're doing it. That's amazing. It yeah. I mean, it's it's hard too at times, especially when I'm with my cousins and family and growing yeah. up in the culture of drinking. And yeah. for the longest time I always thought, well, hold on. Is it the drinking the problem because it just became Americanized and there's drinking ads everywhere and all yes, that stuff, social yes. gatherings. I mean, yes, that's a huge part of it. But hearing stories already, like as an adult from the past with my grandpa, with like a lot of other relatives yeah. in Cambodia, they've got a lot of drinking problems there too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, so yeah. it's not just American. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm learning that. Yeah, yeah. My dad was an alcoholic before well he was an alcoholic even when i was born um but there's so there's eight of us and i'm the youngest the only one born in america so i didn't see my drunk dad this that version my siblings did and the stories i heard doesn't even sound like my own dad you know because that's not what you knew knew, no so like when he had me he was 48 years old so when i was a year when i was a year old is when he decided to quit cold turkey so he was 49 and then now so so soli's almost a year sober march 17th yeah so he <laughs> I'm so a fresh shot of wood. I got espresso. Okay. <laughs> um, so when Soli um, decided to stop drinking, his go-to was like soda water or like sparkling soda, something like Absolutely. that. Mm-hmm. Well, I always saw my dad with uh, ginger, not ginger ale, Canada Dry, yeah. and I tasted that, and I was like, "Ew, that's disgusting." So I was <laughs> wondering why he. Good. <laughs> it's good now. Yeah, it's yeah. so good now. Yeah. Well, that means um, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> but now I understand that my dad was battling something so new and so fresh. And as yeah. a little girl, I didn't know that. 
you know. It kind of just, it pulls on your heart. It does. Yeah, because yeah, I wish he was here so I can just ask him about it because yeah. I think Same, it'd be very know, interesting. My mom passed away 15 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. That's sorry. And it's, it's crazy to me because, like I said, my mom got tired of living by herself in Louisiana, Mississippi, when my dad was a, was a fisherman. So she's yeah. like, she pulled me and my dad stayed there. So um, my mom raised me um, on her own. Uh-oh. It's okay. I haven't cried in a while. Oh, I'm the right. queen of crying. This is go. Get it out, Tori. Yeah, you can get it out. <sighs> She's, uh, I just wish there's times where I could ask her all these questions. Yeah. And I want, I want to be sure that um, kids who have their parents right now just get it all out there. Mm-hmm. Ask all the questions yeah. because yeah. no matter what, they're going to love you unconditionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to ask those questions yeah and they'll and the crazy thing is they'll process it um even if like they don't want to answer the questions we ask them i think at some point they do process it because i know even with me and him our communication right there's moments where we have these moments where we don't want to answer or we don't know how to answer because no one could prepare you to answer questions tough questions right it's super new new. so so what we've been learning to do is like hey we're gonna walk away we're gonna process it and come back right same thing with our parents if if there's questions that we want to know to be able to understand the history where our family comes from it's okay if they don't want to answer at that moment but i do think that we just keep on building the courage and you know and and also give yourself credit for even asking right yeah. but in your case your mom is no longer here so i completely understand you know the sadness and the regrets um but you know how you can we also move forward is now that you have a daughter absolutely you, you mm-hmm. can re you get to redo the things that you weren't able to do with yeah. your own you know no not to repeat those right cycles, exactly and don't cycles. beat yourself up for it because i think yeah. that's something that we we live with is guilt and i just don't think that um, the guilt is so real. It yeah. is. But I think once you accept that you did your best, like, and be proud of yourself for it, you know, I, like you, you could, you didn't know how sometimes when you have parents, you think they're going to live forever. Shoot. Yeah. It was just like, I felt I'm the only child and yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like the struggle I had to kind of hide and always try to run away. Like my, all my cousins are basically my brothers and sisters yeah. and they lived here and there. My mom, she was a drunk. Yeah. Mm. I would come home and she would be on the ground and there was oh, no wow. food. So I'd run away to my cousin's house mm. and get something to eat, come back, get abused, get oh. physically hit. By your mom. Yes. Because I went off for leaving. Yeah. Oh. And I think you a part of it was probably shame yeah. for her part. Yes. Because her sisters are probably on her and saying, Why right. do you take care of your kid? Right. This mm. and this. And so um eventually um 1992 she tried to kill herself and i was a part of that unfortunately really she gave me she told me that um she was sick so i kept giving her medicine medicine and then she had a blood transfusion that saved her life she shaved her hair afterwards and then she slowly became better Mm -hmm. seventh grade came by my dad comes back into our lives and it was like a perfect happy family we bought a house so we did you know like I was proud at that moment right? as a seventh grader. Because you felt stability. Yes. And yeah. like, I actually have a family now. Yeah. Wow. My mom got sick my freshman year. She um, was on diabetes and then her kidneys failed. Dialysis happened. Oh, wow. So for like freshman year throughout senior year, I took care of her like nonstop while going to band, 
Um, I, I was in like marching band. Yeah. And then I was in soccer. I worked. Yeah. I I came out with an album when I was 14. Oh, so you do like singing. So that, so that thing. <laughs> hey, we're going to got to get a little bit <laughs> of that afterwards. <laughs> music saved me. And like. Yeah. Like. That's amazing. It's healing. It's a process of healing yes, for me. Yes. And yeah. when I did that album at 14, it was. I mean, it's embarrassing if you listen to it now, <laughs> but if you listen to all those songs, uh-huh. it did help me. It's deep. Yeah, yeah. It, and when I was a senior, I was like, I'm only 18. I just turned 18. I have to get the fuck out of here because yeah. I'm a kid. And why am I taking care of my mom this much yes. when my dad's here, when her sister's here? And, yeah. I, and you know, out of, re- re- I was rebellious and I left. I went to New York City, <laughs> packed up yeah. my bags. That's when you went. Went to New York City. I just turned 18, paid $1,300 for a small ass room with roaches and shared. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was crazy. Um, but in the end, I met Sarah through it all too. Yeah. See? It's, so, it's so crazy oh, how that's... life works. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's we, we just listened to uh, another speaker this past weekend at a, at a, a real estate conference that we went to. And his story was so powerful. And it, your story kind of reminds, I think everybody's story that everybody has some sort of Absolutely, story, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I think the what I'm getting is that it always comes full circle in the end. Like you just never know what's leading you there. You never know what those tough times are. It is. It truly is yeah. trusting that process. Sometimes, you know, life, every, everyday life gets in the way, Yeah, you know? You know what I also realized from that that um, speaker and listening to your story and thinking about my own, thinking about yours. Yeah, I feel like sometimes our sometimes our parents, sometimes when they pass away, they become our angels that helps guide us, right? Sure. Yeah. And it it gives me this feeling, a sense of like that is sometimes a sacrifice that they you know that they give us as parents and sometimes it's gone it's it's when they're gone mm-hmm. that we actually see it right because i feel like it can be when they're here and they're going through these issues that they go through would we be as as supportive no i, I, I don't I, know i think that's the thing is loss in general we talked about this many times i, I think in my lifetime I always look back at loss. I don't ever look at wins because you, I can count all the wins I've had on one hand. But in the losses, I, I can't. There's so many of them. Yeah. And I can recall on them. And that's, those are the things. That's why I said I hate losing. <laughs> um, but those are the things that when, when you can recall on those big losses that made you change, it forces you to change. For, yeah, exactly. You have no other choice, right? To di- but yeah. to deal with that loss that you've had. It, I mean, Tony can, you know, he he knows me so well Mm -hmm. it gets confusing because my mom is alive Mm -hmm. and i have no relationship with her so that's a loss in itself too exactly since i was a little girl and god gave me a little girl so every move every explanation of why why not to do this or Mm. why we do it this way it's all calculated to make sure it's explained correctly and not coming from a resentful guilt, yeah. anger. As, I like as that. adults, we both know that holding a grudge and blaming someone Resent, yeah. resentful is not healthy for you. No. Mm-hmm. And we just now have to learn that because they were that way, they had their own demons and issues yes. too. Yes. Yes. They were struggling or they are struggling. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes as children of our parents, we, we tr- no matter how much we try to help 
with their trauma that they're dealing with and it could go back generations and generations um we unfortunately just don't have the capacity to always do it but we can always move forward with our own children and with our own lives and you know and basically break some of that generational cycle that that is happening so yeah it, it, it is, is generational i i agree mm-hmm. because i mean with our right. kids i'm so forward with my kids right like, I, open, I, yeah. I, I don't i don't hide anything from them so i'm sorry parents yeah if my kids have told your kids and being married to someone like solely <laughs> like my parents yeah. it goes back like, to not giving a fuck yeah right? and it, <laughs> that's the it, judgment it yeah. really yeah. is no. because yeah. i know like for me i i grew up the opposite of solely where mm-hmm. i was really my family were super close um I had to follow a lot of rules, so I'm a rule follower. I don't know how yeah, to, no. yeah. Same. And then I marry someone Same. that's the opposite. Yeah. That's why and you guys are perfect for each other. Yeah, right? and it, he You're, he's still, Tony's a rule follower. Are you? I am not. See, it's a Cambodian <laughs> thing, maybe. I'm type B. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's because I'm scared of the hanger. Yeah, well, and it does. It comes. It comes. It goes back to that, like, because you know that if you don't follow the rules, that you're gonna either get your ass kicked. You know, I like, like, I was like, oh, only a hanger, man. Give, yeah. give me the extension cord, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give it, to the, give it to me now. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. So, like, now that we I have kids. I just got kicked and spit on. So. Oh. <laughs> they're all, they're, they're all horrible. Like, these are not things yeah. that we can do to our kids. No. Absolutely not. Kids. No. I mean, we uh, can talk now. I mean, yeah. we can have a conversation and, a, and literally have a real conversation with the kids. that's all it comes down to. I wish that my parents knew how to just explain to me why I couldn't do certain things. It was just more that you just couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden, if I saw friends that do it, well, in my head, it's like, it's they're bad you know so then i'm judging mm-hmm. now right i and i do absolutely yeah it is when they were yeah. you know getting raised in cambodia that's the same thing that was taught to them yeah right. that's all they know yeah right. so as i get older i just learn to judge a lot less like i mm-hmm. i can walk around and meet the the craziest person and still find some beauty in that person too you know Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's it's kind of cool to be able to grow up and be a little wiser and be more loving um i think it's really important now i feel like because we've been under so much stress yeah. With the new place i can only imagine you guys got another baby this is a true baby (laughs) right baby it really is it's it's been seven years of planning. Wow! And um, I haven't felt this out of control because of the stress in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's taught me to voice what I need. Yes. Um, and I'll tell him straight up, like yeah. I need yeah. comfort. Yes. I need to laugh. I love and that. I need space. I love we that. We have to communicate very well to each other because. Mm-hmm. I'm sometimes in work mode. Uh-huh. Like another struggle that I was dealing with was I was on Adderall for like a year. Uh-huh. And it did help me because I've sat, I have some sort of ADHD where okay. I need to get all my thoughts organized. Yeah, But I wouldn't say I was taking advantage of it. But at the same time, I was not here. Yeah, Like it was sure. just work, 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 work. And I'm forgetting about my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we had just miscarried. With, yeah, that too. Oh, so I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, it was the timing. And then we had some staff uh, staff member steal from us. And then Ugh. we went through renovations and all that stuff. It was literally like the same week. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe that's the like it was that, like a sign. That's like a sign, right? Like yeah. your body itself in general. I think we because we've miscarried a few times and had some Sorry bad pregnancies and this. And I think in those times that would happen, 
our life was also in oh, kind of chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were Shambles. busy, we were doing things, and, like we weren't on the yeah, same page. I no. think the energy in general, when you think about a woman and, uh, you know, you're carrying a baby, right? So like your hormones, everything affects your body. It knows, mm. it tells, you know, like, hey, we probably, this may shouldn't happen. Or it, if it's a, if it's a higher power, we don't know, right? Like mm-hmm. all, <clears throat> all I realize when I see that things happen like that, there's always a good that comes out of things. Well, we that were are just bad. watching last night because, um, you know, going back to in the beginning, mm-hmm. Tony mentioned he needed a good cry. Yeah. yeah. So I pulled out videos of our daughter. She was born three months early. Mm. So um, if you kind of get in the moment where you want to really go down memory lane, yeah. Um, she was she went down to one pound nine ounces. Oh my god! And we were given this new life mm-hmm. on a platter with no warning. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were we struggled trying to get pregnant with Ari at first too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. four year four plus years. Yeah, I did IUI wow. and all that. Yeah. But yeah. then the second pregnancy we had was natural. It was like yeah. okay, this is a God thing. Yeah. And like we're ready for this. And, and the baby and passed on the day his mom passed. Yeah. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I got chills. I know. Ooh. I always feel like um, all of the dates have, I don't know numerology, but I feel like there's some it's sort all of connected. It's all connected. We mm-hmm. trace the time. Yeah. I was, I, I never go to my aunt's house really. Um, but because the last time I was there, my mom passed. Mm. And Not that was last the, time, but one. Well, yeah. 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 But the exact same night that our baby passed. Was the it was starting well, the process? Second, get it out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was at my aunt's house. And, wow. And, I'm and like, around the same time. Home. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you need to come home. Oh my word! See, it, but that full circle. I mean, it's it a messed weird, me up. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's something you know when you think about like miscarriages and stuff. When I went through it a few times, I never sat down to grieve or my life went back to normal and you had no choice no choice yeah. and so now that i'm doing this podcast or just I, I was at a a dance um showcase the other day and i'm just recording this song you know because i was at because they won um an award at mm-hmm. nationals and so then i was recording and then all of a sudden i was like crying my eyes out it was adele um what was it called someone like love, you no love um i can't love you in the dark Love in the dark, mm. and it made me. And it was it was the same day as the day that I lost my daughter Penelope, mm. and when I was and you know at the time I remember Sully and I was going we were just going through a lot of issues, um, financially, emotionally, all these things, and so yeah, I we've only been married for what. Uh, two, years. two years, well, one yeah. and a half, because we yeah. got married in two thousand six. This was this happened in February two thousand eight. Yeah, so this that. is the recession time. Yeah. Mm. And um, I said, and it was the craziest thing because I said to Soli, I uh, no, Soli said to me because you know I've never been one to express my feelings or like be open just because like my parents didn't let me right. Mm-hmm. So Soli goes looking like there was a few more times that we've had issues in our marriage, and he's like, I feel like you want to leave me, but like you just can't because of the person that you are. And mm-hmm. I was like, No, there's no, I never wanted to leave you. And I listened to that song and the lyrics and watched those girls dance. I started crying my eyes out. And then Valentina, my daughter, sitting right next to me. And she goes, Mom, are you okay? You know, and of course, like, this is not the first time I've cried at 
watching people dance so it's so it's kind of normal you know but and then the mom next to me asked me too if i was okay and i was like yeah this song is just so beautiful i'm just i i, I get right yeah so i get so emotional when i watch dances i watch performances i do cry normally you have a connection i do that. have a connection with a lot of music and a lot of like just art in general i have a huge connection with it yeah so does tony mm -hmm. do you yeah, yeah see yeah. so it's so it was so and everyone knew that about me so like it wasn't that normal but then i got home and i was like Sully, listen to this and i haven't watched the video Video because I wanted him to also hear Valentina say, mom, are you okay? But oh, wow. it really brought, and I told Soli, I go, you were right. Like, that is how I felt. I wanted you to leave. I, I didn't want you to watch me leave. So I needed you to go mm -hmm. away. And if you listen to those words, yep. that was how, and instead what I did was, remember we didn't, we couldn't afford to go on our honeymoon 2006. And yeah. so I said to him, I was like, and I didn't realize what I was going through, but I was going through like basically depression you know yeah. and i was like i'm going to mexico and he's like for what and i was like we never went on our honeymoon this is this is why i feel this way you know right. and like we just lost our daughter and so mm -hmm. i thought going away would be the answer and he's like well we don't even have money i was like we have a credit card <laughs> so we yeah. word we yeah. so we booked it and we went and i was in you know the room a lot by myself and he was in the pool getting drunk with random like strangers super intuitive like i knew I, you know at that time i just yeah. There's all those times that I know I'm, I, I just feel like I have really good intuition with people in general. Mm -hmm. I can read a room pretty Same. well, mm -hmm. you know, like I, if I meet it's somebody, life. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really know if I want to be friends with somebody, mm -hmm. or if I want to even talk to somebody Yeah, and I can really read energy and with her, I've been with her long enough. I know her like know. the back of my hand, easy, like, she's easy to read. Intentions are pure. And yes. Yeah, exactly. and, and that's the yeah. thing. It's, I can, I can read that and I can understand that. So it's easy for me to say that to her mm -hmm. and be honest. And with be like, honest. Hey, yeah. I, I know I, you're I not that. strong enough to do that, but I am. I was willing to literally. Same. You feed off each other. Yeah. yeah. I told and her, like, I was like, I'll leave, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I will, because I understand that you need that space or sure. you need that mm -hmm. capability yeah. to find yourself. So important. Yeah. yeah. And but you know what's so crazy? And then for me, like in my family, I've seen lots of marriages where you think that they would leave each other, but they still stick around. My mom and dad's another one, you know, for instance. Same. Um, yeah. And so I just, in my world, it's like you stay no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to work it out. My mom always says, that even till this day, she'll say that she'll never regret any moments with my dad, you know, even if it was bad times, you know? Mm -hmm. So in my head, that's how I viewed marriage. And for him to tell me how to feel, how I'm feeling was like, you're freaking crazy, you know? But then when I heard those lyrics, I was like, oh my gosh, that just it's hit so, me to the it's core. It's so similar. Yeah. Like, look at the sign of, um, we're, we're not like into signs, but like if they're presented to us, we're like, okay, yeah. just walking into your home. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, we literally have the same mulch. Same gate. Yeah. Same mulch, gate. Same trees. Same trees. Same bench. So there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities. Sounds like same, same personalities too. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why. That's hilarious. See? Yeah. 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 I I'm love Easy. So we get each other on many levels, you yeah. know, yeah. where we don't have to be anyone we're not because we, we can see it right through each other, you know? Really? So easy. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Uh, hey, Tony. I'm gonna have to take your wife on a date yeah. because we're so much alike. <laughs> we can, we can, we can, we can. Uh, we're gonna scary. cry listening. To, we're gonna go to a yeah. concert. Hey, all, all we're gonna be doing around sitting around, I'll just cussing, be singing, <laughs> smoking, smoking. 
<laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah. No, well, speaking of, the first time we met each other, she had a Newport in her hand. New, Newport 100s. Well, leave me alone. Uh, that's what's, a gangster. What's, what's, She's a, a gangster. What's a Newport 100? Oh, girl. Was that Barack Obama's <laughs> choice of a cigarette? Yeah, probably. Because okay. um, they're so menthol. good. It's a menthol. They're so what, good. What, they hurt so good. What's a menthol? But oh I guess, do they oh, make girl. menthol? <laughs> well, you guys, I don't. Cigarette 101. My guy. Yeah, so I, like, okay, so my niece is one year younger than me, so when I was 18, she had me go buy cigarettes. Uh-huh. I had to practice it, like, <laughs> and I and I'd be so nervous, you know. I'm like, light yeah, and then red yeah, and then they're like crushed. hard or soft. That's my and sister, I, I had to coach her on what to say to buy me cigarettes. Yeah, I've like, yeah, been no buying cigarettes since I was a kid. My dad would literally he'd send us yeah. up to the corner store. Remember that? Because you would just it? steal it. You wouldn't buy it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Were <laughs> we just talking about yeah. that? Oh, gosh. Yes, remember? Uh, well, because Alvina told us to. Oh, shit, that's right. Alvina's your cousin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah fucking yeah. love her. Yeah, that's right. Love that's that right. bitch. Oh, yeah, she, she's, she's our kitchen lead. She's, so, she's the best. She's awesome. awesome. God, I love her. Speaking of cigarettes. Uh, oh, God. What's... Uh, what's... Uh, oh, Naki's grandpa. Savak's dad. Uh-huh. Do you remember Savak's dad? The, uh, if I saw his picture okay well he always came over to our house and he had he always smoked camel cigarettes mm-hmm. and when he'd leave his pack of cigarettes would be left there the empty one it would have gold in there yeah. so we'd take it and <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> but you leave the cigarettes. Yeah, you just so, take the foil. No. Like, so, smells. Yeah, so, so I don't have any like experience with cigarettes, but I, when I think of cigarettes, we I can think change of the that. Yeah. No, Run DMC. Girl, I can't. I, uh, I, oh, I can't. That's oh, so funny. Yeah, it gives me a headache now, but I haven't touched a cigarette since Atlantic City with when when Bi yeah. was with me. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah, okay. when he okay. came to visit me in New York City, and then what I had one out in City. Oh, shoot. That was because we moved here. 2012. It's probably like 2009. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, How long have you guys been back to Iowa? 11 years. Oh, my gosh. It seems like five years, but But it's been longer. So when did you guys start uh, the business? The first business. I guess we should start. Oh, shit. Yeah, bagels. (laughs) Fiber bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, God. 2014, when when we lived in our townhouse... But then we started playing around with the idea with 2015. Well, one rainy night. It was either Target. Tuesday or Thursday because I remember it started with a T and I don't remember which day. <laughs> but went to Target and we got the ingredients. And I'm like, we need to make New York style bagels because we were. I was just craving them so bad. Mm. And so had no idea what we were doing. Just bought all the stuff, just made it. Around. They mm-hmm. were so humongous. <laughs> I have the pictures Iowa, of them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we just whipped together random cream cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, we put like sriracha in one and then like, bacon. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, sriracha bacon. That's how I was born. And, um, oh, dope. we took one bite. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, Tony, we They're need to good. open a shop. I fucking love and that. And he was like, man. okay. And then I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we wanted to eventually work for ourselves. And yeah. at that time I was, working. I wasn't even, I wasn't scared. I wasn't joking. Yeah, what were you guys like, doing at the time when you guys I was were... a supervisor at the restaurant bar at Marriott. Okay. okay. And I was an art director for a magazine company. So we put my hospitality um, yeah. um, experience and then her marketing, marketing yeah. I love put it, it together. I, I called mean, my dad the next morning, um, you know, because we're like BFF. And I'm like, bruh, bruh. we're opening, <laughs> we're opening a, a bagel shop. He's like, 
the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, just just go with it. Okay, so just, just chill. Oh, but he's uh, been with us since the long run. He's our biggest now. cheerleader. Oh That's my gosh, so yeah. cool, man. So yeah. when you, okay, did you guys know business before that? No. no. Well, yes. Okay. Because I, I grew up in my dad's shop. Okay, oh, what's yeah. your dad? What's he your, was a jeweler for thirty years. And oh, really? I, hey, I, I have a jewelry sin. I used to be a jeweler. Yeah, that's how I. That's how, how I long did check I think out. I, I think I worked <laughs> yeah, yellow gold. Yeah, gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my bus would drop me off there every day, and mm. I would take naps in his office. I would help him close. I would vacuum. You know, just yeah, random whatever. So yeah. I, I, it was my normal. Yeah, you know, right. seeing the struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. What? Yeah. When I struggle now, because we definitely do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I call him yeah. because he understands. Yeah. So what cool. are some you of have the a biggest built-in mentor? Yeah. Yes. That is, that is really nice. Yeah, that's yes. so nice. But keep in mind his his views. You know, he's Middle Eastern. Okay. He, when he talks, he yells. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, can you just <laughs> chill the fuck out for a sec? Like, just just lower it, lower it a little bit. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so well. Me absolutely. Well. Yeah. And I know that, but yeah. like, if I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please stop yelling. <laughs> just comfort me. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's he's our biggest cheerleader. That's oh, so I love dope. that. Yeah. What is your biggest struggle with your current business? I know what it is. You want to say it? Um, I would say, I would say, good help. Mm-hmm. There's everyone there that obviously wants to work to get paid for yes. that money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. but there's others who are not committed. There, there'll never be anyone committed as absolutely you. as the owners. And yeah. we, it took us years. Like you hear that statement, yeah. yep. and you're like, eh, whatever, shut up. But. It doesn't hit you until it hits you. Oh, I yeah. feel that. And then mm-hmm. you're realizing it's literally just us two. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That is probably one of the hardest things, I think, for any entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. To find, not only to find, you already are finding the passion in yourself, right? right. As you're growing, you're growing your passion it's easy. for this. Yeah. It's easy. But trying to find others to share that passion with. Oh, even a portion of yes, it. It's yes. very, very I can't difficult. force you to show up. Yes. Yeah. I can make, when you show up, I can make it enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. um, I, I'm the one that's always, you know, crazy and running around screaming, scaring people and <laughs> twerking. I want to go behind the scenes one day. Okay. So I am going to, especially Alvina, because you can scare her so easily. <laughs> I'm going to start um, recording them. Yeah. I have to. It, it's just, it's too good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, going back on that passion part, for example, this podcast thing, this wouldn't happen without Boba, right? She's been, she bought this equipment for this two podcast years two years ago. She's like, hey, you should do a podcast. So I, I was like, a, girl, I ain't got, when do I got time to do a podcast? I think he has a wealth of knowledge right? and I wanted him to, to share like, it. Maybe you do this thing. Right? <laughs> you you fucking do it then, all right? <laughs> so I turned it back on her and for, took her forever. Finally, Sounds this, like us. this past <laughs> Christmas, you know, she's talking to my nephew Richard and you know, they're like, because uh, I told her, like, you need to find people who have passion for it, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I can't do the production. I'm not, you're asking the find wrong. Find people who know what they're right. doing. Yes. Right. Stay, stay in yes. your own yes. lane. Yes. Because like, lane. I, the, I knew that I just couldn't do it myself. I didn't even know how to do the editing right. part. So when Richard, you know, he wants to do all that part, but doesn't have the talent, right? So then when we were just talking on Christmas Eve, I was like, it's meant to be because I need someone like you. And then he needs someone like us. And yes. it's just, it, it works great and i love working with Mm -hmm. richard and it's funny because i feel like before 
we didn't I didn't know Richard that well, even though he married so the girl that he married, she's Cambodian as well. Uh-huh. So she always hung out with all my nieces. Mm. So she's the only one that was not my niece growing up. Then all of a sudden I marry Sully, so then Richard becomes my nephew, and then he marries the girl that always hangs out with my niece, so now she's like my niece. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to be able to be connected and to get to know even Chico like mm-hmm. deeper, because you know what, when we get on this podcast, sometimes we start talking deep. We're going through, it almost feels like therapy sometimes, therapy we never had with each other. Yeah. Absolutely. And we get to support each other through it, you know, and we have each other, like, but we don't talk about these things. Mm-hmm. We don't I mean, even. that's the Asian thing. Yeah. It tr- truly is, like literally, you could be brothers, and right. not talk to each other. My my like three brothers walk into the door <laughs> and not even say hi to each other. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's so freaking weird, and man. And that after a while, it becomes toxic. Yeah, because you don't realize like you're putting energy into actively avoiding something yeah, it's or so someone. Weird. Yeah. I have like, yes. no idea why it's that built happens. Up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I that's, your brothers all talk to you guys. All yeah, you guys we all I mean, fight to talk. I mean, it's not all toxic. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. It, no, I, it I takes agree. effort. It does I take effort. I'm the only yeah. child, so I don't know. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. And, and, well, your cousins, you know. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's almost better to have a relationship with your cousins because mm-hmm. there's like no judgment, I feel like. Yeah. My sister and I used to pull each other's hair out. I'd beat her ass. <laughs> she older, you said? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. The cops came okay. because you put ketchup on her while she's taking a shower. No, that was a different time. Oh, oh shit. That's yeah. a good story. Yeah. Ketchup in the shower? <laughs> yeah, she's so type A. She's like scary type A. Oh, I love she- you. I love you. You know, you're going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's like um, me and my brother-in-law call her R&R rules and regulations <laughs> because, you know. She got them rules and regulations, and I I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I smoked weed in her house. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother-in-law was like, how did you convince her? And I'm like, bruh, I got it. Just watch. Just watch. so funny. Yeah. Oh, shit. She was oh fine. You see why I was friends with her sister first. (laughs) Yeah, R&R. Completely different. You need that, though. Yeah, you do. People who are, are... Type A need a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. take the edge off, yeah. and yeah. vice versa. I can be a little he, crazy though. He puts me in my place. Yeah, you know. I think it's healthy to do that. You have to. You, yeah, yeah, for That's sure. That's what I tell our staff from day one. You know, we're open. Yep. I'm gonna hold you accountable. I love it. I just whatever happens in this here. We're going to just enjoy it together and we go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy. It does not have to be, you know, yeah. so much drama. and. Yeah. I mean, coming from like a small, running a small business. I mean, at the end of the day, you're a small business and having a small business with um, trying to, it goes back to where people can count your money or think that you're just super you know rich yeah, people or have no doing, idea yeah no mm-hmm. no one has no like all the mon- amount no. of money you're borrowing against to just even have this business people oh. don't even understand that yeah. you know? exactly the capability yeah. of running a business of such especially when they just drum up in your kitchen in your own kitchen yeah. right into this dream now now that you're moving into the second location when do you guys open on the second location on wednesday oh soft opening wednesday, wednesday yep and then the okay. grand opening is friday. on the 10th friday Exciting. Friday the 10th. So that yeah. means when this airs, that means two oh. days, y'all. Well, it airs on right. Wednesday, so the soft it will air on the oh, soft cool. opening day. Yeah. Cool, that's yeah. a sign. See another sign. See another yeah. sign. Just yeah, that's easy, perfect. flowing, being open. That's so yeah. awesome. Where's, so where's the second yeah. location located, guys? It's in Urbandale, right across from the Super Target. 
Okay. Yep. One 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 zero one Plum Drive. Yes. Perfect. And we'll have that information ready for our viewers yeah. as well too. So there's a whole factory in there. I, we we mm-hmm. actually yes. we had a meeting there. That's we, right. Yes. We went in yes, there yes. and yeah, I about saw that a little bit more about yeah. what you guys got going on over there. Yeah. So basically, if you rewind to seven eight years ago, um, we had nothing to begin with. But mm. if we were really gonna pull the trigger and do this, yeah, we had to find authentic dough yeah. get sent in because yeah. there's no way we could have afforded the equipment that or even a portion ridiculous yeah so um we found believe it or not a local bakery in long island that they ship nationwide wow so they ship frozen that's raw they yeah. ship par baked i mean everything fully yeah. cooked so um we took a gamble and we're still you know to this day you know, we have what, like 15,000 bagels coming tomorrow. Oh, my wow. God. So it's a transition that we're now able to take control of. Mm. Cut that out of the equation. Now we're going to make it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want to invest all of our money we into couldn't. the There's yeah. no bagel way. equipment. We wanted to introduce the Midwest to New York style bagels. Yeah. Real bagels. Ours, our, one of our goals, though, was, you know, like you're just saying, introduce what we loved and we ate every day on the way you know mm-hmm. on the yeah. subway bacon egg and cheese you know yeah yeah, yeah once we had a following Easy. Mm-hmm. once we had a following it was it was awesome and especially during covid when that hit it mm-hmm. was just like another thing mm-hmm. like well what do we do now like yeah. are we closed do we what do we do we saved up a nice chunk and we're gonna invest it into urbandale yeah um that deal originally kind of fell through so we put it all towards renovating the new place (laughs) in the middle of the miscarriage and everything and then we get a call hey urbandale is uh open again with new owners i'm like bruh (laughs) i got nothing left so yeah now we have yeah yeah, so how do you guys take care of yourself and each other during all of this craziness we get a hotel every other weekend at the Seredi <laughs> Hotel <laughs> and that, have uh, some time. Is, it? is that What's true? That? Is that a true story? It's true. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like that good shit. I like that. Ah, Did, uh, okay. Are you subscribed to Bluetooth by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I lost track of. I lost. My oh, right. you got that bothered, huh? <laughs> Bringing back some memories it's there. Been, it's been a couple weeks, so you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. But anyways, I have my routine. Tony makes fun of me every night, and I don't care because it's cute. I have to make the bed before I get in it. I am the most messiest person. But make the bed before she gets in it. That's oh, me. that's you. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will throw my. You know, that's just who I am. Whatever. Yeah. But I cannot get into a messy bed. So my that's daughter why I made it in the in the morning. That's right. why I just See, told her to do it. Start doing yeah. it last night. But I get. Herself. I was like that enjoyment. as a little kid. Like I would mm-hmm. make the bed before I went to bed, and then yes. my niece was like, "Why did you do that?" I was like, "Yeah." Because I'm too lazy to do it in the morning, and I right. can't get in there. I can sleep it's on like, anything. Yeah. I sleep on the ground. I mean, same. Yeah. No, no. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I could fall asleep, like you know, just sitting up. Yeah. But you know, um, with my daughter and him in the bed, I will take all the blankets off, and they're just like. <laughs> and I'm like, I need, I can't, I need it. And to we have got um, three cats and two dogs. Oh my gosh. Oh man. And, they and are, they're all in the bed. Yeah. And oh, I can't, 
I don't like to move my pets when they're sleeping. Oh, yeah. So if I'm one of those people where yeah. I'll leave so they can sleep in my spot. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Doing, I go to yeah, the living room. See, uh-uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll over. I'm like, where is Tony? And there's like two dogs right there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Tony. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. it. So yeah. now, now I understand the hotel thing. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I've got to run away. <laughs> yeah. So who watches your daughter? Um, She's have- in the car. <laughs> <laughs> We got some sitters. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you guys get ba- get babysitters. A very and trusted few, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we have roommates too. Yeah, oh, nice. Shout them out, you know. Slash cousins. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So our, our house is very loud and eclectic. Yeah. Yes. So when oh, I need to get away, I get away. And that's yeah. how we grew up. We grew up right. in a house I full of people. I grew up complete opposite. Oh really? Oh, really? Like, no one you- came into my home. Oh, like. Literally. I, like Literally. our house, like we could be recording the whole family be walking yeah, in. Like, our house is just it like happens a, all the time quite yeah. often. Yeah. We, yeah, it's an open door policy at our place and we're always That took time to get used to. Well, that home. means open door for the family, all right? Y'all so don't you be know, showing up at my house. You know, oh, just trying no. to walk in, you know, eat my food and drinking my you know. <laughs> you know what's so funny. So my sister, she's in her sixties, I believe. She was and her daughters are all dating now. She goes, Oh gosh, she goes, She date uh they're dating like Americans. She's like, Are they gonna are they gonna let me go over? their house anytime <laughs> yeah she's like that's she goes asians at least they like know they understand that yeah. that we can't just go in the house you know because yeah. my sister she's heavily involved in her daughters you know mm-hmm. it's, yeah and, like take yeah. your shoes off yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's a whole different story yeah. right yeah oh my gosh yeah come to my house with your shoes i'm oh. glad to hear that you <laughs> have some sort of getaway for you for yourself i mean it only happened twice in five years, okay. Oh, okay. So it's new. It okay. just started. Okay. We'll keep it happening. I, I so, think that's well, really cool. So what's your I, day I, we've like actually heard then? That. What's yeah. your day like? Like My, our day? Yeah, from when you guys open the night. The before we um, go to bed, we plan out the next day on like who's doing what. I have this meeting. You have this meeting. It literally changes every day. It's okay, just by the hour. Especially, okay. with I mean, this our new place refrigerator can break. In 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Right. But we don't know. That's our goal, though, is just to have that stability. Because yeah. right. right now, everything's all up in the air. We're and used it can to be things. a little chaotic. Is We're there anybody else that helps you guys run your business? Or is yeah. it just... Oh, yeah. Okay. My, my yeah. cousin, oh, okay. Pin, he's our supervisor. Oh, nice. He helps out a lot. Yes. And he just moved back from California. And without him right now, I mean, Oof. we'd just be kind of lost. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I just yeah. met Pin yeah. a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. He's the one that hustled me, remember? Oh, yeah. You did say yeah, that. Yeah, he hustled me. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he, knows man, he how. really did. I, I, I went to go mm. buy a... We were at the Bacon Fest. Serenade. I, like, I was like, hey, uh, you, contest, got, right? you get change for this? Because yeah. uh, it's like two for... No, yeah, two for 20, but I just wanted one. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I was like, you got change for 20? He's like, why don't you just buy two of them? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. What? You're, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Damn it. Let's just go ahead and buy two of them. So walked into our meeting that we had. So I was like, hey, that's the guy that hustled me. <laughs> now, anybody yeah. who can get you to buy something more than what you wanted to buy, mm-hmm. that's a hustle, man. I got hustled. Man. Yeah. You need right. him on your He's team. He's working at the borough. He, his rubbing off. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, dude. That's I so cool. I love it. I love that. Well, that's good. I appreciate you guys coming and no, chatting. This is a blast. Thank you for yeah. having so us. Fun. Yeah. I once love- again, when's the grand opening? March, Friday. Friday, March 10. Yes. And in Urbandale, 11101 yes. Plum Drive. Okay. That's a and then soft openings on Wednesday. Is that open to the public? For invite only. Invite oh, only. oh, oh, no. Oh, so like. when if we you didn't get an invite, don't even try to show Sorry, up on Wednesday. I, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Just don't judge. <laughs> it's going to be. Remember, we're teaching people not to judge. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. 
No mm-hmm. judgment, all right? Yeah. Hot mess. Yeah, and soft opening should be for the people that has been there for you guys right. and supporting you and yeah. all that right. good stuff. So that's what's oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much. And I can't wait to have you guys back. I want to hear the post opening. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. be a fun podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really, yeah. really fun too. Mm-hmm. Well, Definitely have to link up again. Yeah. Well, yes. thank you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want to thank Sarah and Tony for coming in today to talk to us. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yes. Peace. Bye. Yay. <laughs>